Thank you for joining us on Chalk Talk. I'm Mike Simpson, superintendent of Guthrie Public Schools, and today we have Dr. Doug Major, a good old friend of mine from way back uh, that is superintendent of Meridian Technology Center. And uh, welcome, Dr. Major. Doug, we appreciate you being on with us today. Well, Dr. Simpson, we appreciate the invitation to be here. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the about Meridian. I want to talk a little bit about Guthrie Public Schools, and I want to talk a little bit about the relationship. But but before we do that, uh, for people that maybe don't know, you uh, kind of give a little little background of your career and uh, how you ended up at Meridian for round two, I believe. Round two. Well, I grew up just a little bit west of here in Kingfisher. Uh, was a, a high school student there, got very involved in vocational agriculture, uh, and a student organization, FFA, uh, kind of fell in love with that, decided I wanted to go into the profession. So I went to Oklahoma State University, got my degree, taught agriculture at Anadarko for a couple of years before I had the opportunity to join the Meridian staff as an intern. Spent 13 years at Meridian, then had the opportunity to go to Ponca City as superintendent, and then moved back to Meridian in about 2008. So my uh, relationship with Guthrie Public Schools through Meridian has been longstanding. And, and you know, kind of going back to the how the, the Guthrie and Meridian uh, marriage was, was kind of formed, uh, that dates all the way back to the formation of Meridian, I believe, doesn't it? It does. 1973, uh, in the late 60s, there was federal legislation that was passed that uh, subsequently there was was state legislation that allowed area technical schools to form. And under that structure, public schools, school districts could vote to join resources with other school districts to join and to create an area school. The premise being that vocational programs were a lot more expensive to offer than traditional academic programs. So by joining multiple districts together, all students could have access to a wider array of vocational programs. So in 1973, there was a vote of six public school districts in our area, Guthrie being one of those, that formed Indian Meridian Area Vocational Technical School. The location of the school was in Stillwater, not because of Stillwater itself, but because it was the central part of the six school districts. Our furthest east is Pawnee, and furthest west is Guthrie. And so uh, Guthrie Public Schools was a school of choice that joined or formed our district. And, you know, one of the things that many of the listeners may not be aware of is uh, while we in Oklahoma in education sometimes are criticized for not being – uh, on the cutting edge for whatever reason you want to say, I think um, uh, it's it's kind of a secret with some th- that some people are unaware of that our our career tech system is generally regarded as one of the best in the nation. Is that not true? That is true, and we have I think the greatest career tech system in the nation, if not the world. And part of that has to do with our structure. Oklahoma is a little unique in that we have three distinct branches of education. We have our K twelve schools. We have higher ed. But we also have a separate state agency for current technical education. So under that structure, we're able to offer programs not only to high school students, but to business and industry partners as well. We also offer programs within our prison systems, and we call those skill centers. And so when you look at Oklahoma and the breadth of the career tech system, it's unlike any other. Yeah, and, and you know, you think about, I, I've, I've thought at times and, and it, I've looked at what other states do and how they're structured, and there's no way that we could offer the, uh, 
the as you put it, the breadth and depth of of uh, options for students that you can offer, and so our kids can are exposed to so many other things because of the way we're um, the way the structure is, and and you know maybe talk a little bit about some of the things that that our students uh, do, and then uh, then I want to talk a little bit more about adult education that you touched on earlier. Okay, we have uh, thirty two different career majors at Meridian Technology Center that high school students have the opportunity to participate in. And the whole premise behind the educational programs we offer is we're helping students gain the knowledge and skills they need for industry-recognized credentials. So whether they're going directly into the workforce or they're going on to post-secondary education, the students leave high school with a skill set that will allow them to, to further their careers. In some cases, it's uh, career exploration. They think they know what they want to go into. And so they're able to participate in curriculum that validates that. In some cases, it exposes them to careers they didn't know existed because you might think of automotive as only the automotive technician. But you don't really think about the sales and services uh, or the um, basically the engineering behind it. And so students are able to participate in all of those different activities that help focus them toward the future. And w- one of the things that you... Um, you touched on there that I kind of wanted to circle back to is uh, the notion, and, and I can remember, uh, you know, growing up in Stillwater and, and knowing what it was then Indian Meridian and uh, and the notion that the the students that go out there are not college-bound students. And, and that's uh, that's definitely now a myth that, that I know that you and your, your staff sometimes have to overcome with people that are of my generation when, in many cases, it was someone that was going into a skill uh, uh, profession. Yes, I think many times people thought of vocational education as the uh, opportunity for students who weren't going to college. And I've even heard them say for those people who can't go to college. And that's a really outdated mindset about career and technical education. About 60% of the students who graduate from Ridian go on to some form of post-secondary education. And so really it's an opportunity for them to get the foundational skills they need to be more successful in a college program. And so we're really for both. And in fact, we have a few of our programs now like pre-engineering and biomed that the entire purpose is to prepare those students for post-secondary education in a medical field or an engineering field. And I, and because I know we've had these conversations before, uh, it's those those programs are full and and in high demand with our high school students. Those programs are full and, and high demand, and not only for our students enrolled in the public schools, but we also uh, have students in homeschool situations that come to us. And in many cases, when you look at our really small school districts, they're not able to offer some of the AP-type programs that some of their students need just because they don't have the population density. And so as an area school, because they're a part of our district, we're able to offer programs in which we have a few students from several different schools come, and we're able to justify those offerings. That consortium model uh, really is, you know, when, when we're criticized in Oklahoma for not being efficient in education, it, it really kind of gets under my skin a little bit because uh, the things that you just described that we have done and created to to allow for efficiencies and, and provide economy of scale for our students, regardless of... Uh, where maybe where their home high school is. 
Yes, and I, I really get irritated sometimes <laughs> because people talk about silos in education and that we don't partner together. But we have great partnerships with our public schools, but we also at Meridian have great partnerships with our two- and four-year institutions. And so by joining forces, I think it's a more efficient use of resources. Well, that uh, – and, you know, kind of going back to the, the skills and, and things like that, I had a conversation yesterday with a um, – a young man that uh, I coached in high school, and he's he's in a in a field now of uh, in, uh, in computer programming, essentially. And and we were talking about uh, one of his relatives, who uh, one of his younger uh, uh, nephews, about what where his career track is. And he said, uh, you know, and the young man he was he was proud. He's he's going to be the salutatorian of his class in a smaller high school. Um, he said he's not going to go to college. And I, I think he threw that out at me over lunch to see what my reaction would be. And I said, well, what's he going to do? And he said, well, he's, he's, going, to, uh, he's going to work on his uh, electrician license and work on uh, skills. And I said, good for him. I said, there's, and there's a part of me that said that might be a wiser choice over um, a career than uh, some college track uh, professions because you – the way college um, costs are now, uh, in many cases, it's hard to pay off those costs, uh, if, depending on your profession. And, and I'm speaking as, a, as an educator, knowing full well what, what the costs are there. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, again, the old mindset was college for all and that it took a college degree yeah. to be successful. And I'm kind of glad to see that, that that mindset is changing back to let's look at what career or what careers that our students want to be engaged in and then find the most efficient educational pathway for them to get there. Not all students want to pursue careers that require a two or four year or even advanced degree. Uh, There are a lot of lucrative careers that students can enter into through career and technical education. And so we're excited that that now I think there's more of an uh, open-mindedness toward, well, the student's not going but the question are not going to college, but the question is, so what are they doing to prepare themselves? And, and it's, it's more of a, what's your credential going to be when, and as opposed to what maybe your degree is going to be. And I, I think that uh, th- those of us in education, whether we're K-12, higher ed, uh, uh, career tech, or whoever, have to respect that because, uh, and I know that the, sometimes the higher ed group maybe don't, don't want to jump on board with that because they feel threatened, but there's there's some realities there that, that we can't ignore. Yeah, the reality is I think people are looking for uh, career success, and many times it's an industry-aligned credential that gets them there. And, and all of our programs at Meridian in the full-time realm are geared towards some type of industry-recognized license or credential so that when our students leave, they have uh, some validated skill sets that they can take with them. For many, they'll take those on into a two-year program. For others, they'll take them to the workforce, and that credential allows them to start their careers at a higher wage and be more successful earlier in their career. So you heard it from two people that have terminal degrees that you don't have to go to college to be successful. Yeah, I've often thought it was a little ironic for me to work in vocational education or career tech education in the role I am, and I have to have my advanced degree. But yet, um, there was probably a more efficient route for me to get there and less costly. Life's full of ironies. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk a little bit about something else. Um, you've got, uh, I noticed uh, one day when I was headed home, uh, there was a cow pasture that suddenly turned into a beautiful building. 
in the south part of Guthrie. And, uh, uh, you know, I kind of remember having some junk in the middle of it, and uh, then they were growing hay, and they'd bale the hay and stuff like that. And I don't think that's going to go on anymore. And so do you want to talk a little bit about maybe your your footprint in Guthrie and what, uh, what that means for Meridian Technology Center and for Guthrie? I would love to, and you're you're gracious in saying suddenly because it's been a longer process than than we wanted it to be. I, I might have mentioned that a couple times to you. Might have. Uh, yeah, we look at trying to provide services to uh, the citizens where they live, and all of the individuals in Logan County or in the Guthrie School District pay taxes to support Meridian Technology Center, and that was part of that vote uh, back in the early 70s when they voted to be a part of the district and form the district. They dedicated tax dollars that are separate and apart from any dollars that could have supported the public schools. And as we've looked at the population growth in our district, that South Logan County area is one of the fastest growing And so we were looking at what could we do to provide services to our citizens a little closer to where they live. So a few years ago, we bought 19 acres uh, on South Division, and we developed a campus building there. We're calling it South Campus. And it is geared right now for industry training and adult training and development. So we've got a 42,000-square-foot building that we're getting ready to open. Part of it is an area we call the Peak, which is basically an ink business incubator to where entrepreneurs who have an idea or concept and want to start a business have a place to locate in their infancy stages along with us providing some resources to them and so we've got the peak business incubator the other building is designed to be flexible training space we were able to host the Guthrie Chamber Banquet as our first event there last week and I thought it went well it was awesome considering great we don't have all the furniture we don't have all the technology yet Um, But we have a conferencing space. Uh, We also will have a fully equipped health lab as well as some computer labs. And so it's really designed for adult training and development. And people often ask, so when do the high school students come? And one of the realities of that location, and, and you and I have talked about this before, is because of where our population of high school students are centered for high school students to be at that location, they would primarily come from Guthrie Public Schools. Mm -hmm. And so if we were going to put in high school programs, it might make better sense for us to form a a relationship and house those on the Guthrie High School campus. So for right now, until we have a a broader need, and again, we, we bought 19 acres, so we have room for expansion, this initial offering is more business and industry, adult training and development. I think that's um, an important thing as well, because with the growth of our community, and especially in the Guthrie Public School boundary, um, where we are growing at a rate that <clears throat> at times keeps me up at night, uh, thinking about how to address that, the, the opportunity for adult education there that on, on people that maybe need credentials that could go uh, either north to Stillwater or south to Oklahoma City and the metro area to work, I, th- I think that's a that's a huge option that that with untapped uh, abilities to grow it, and and you know one of the things since I've been superintendent here that I was unaware of is the until I got into this the the number of our parents that work at Tinker, and uh, and and having toured uh, Tinker before, I know the the amount of technology. Uh, based jobs that are there 
that have uh, some opportunities for that. But also, you were very strategic before you ever started turning dirt on that campus of, of exposing community leaders from Guthrie to your business incubator. And uh, I remember there was a group of us that went to Stillwater to tour your incubator and, and see what it was all about and, and see the potential there. And, and uh, you know, the, you, might, you might talk about the, the, the clients that you've had go through there that have been, I guess, graduates, you would call them, of your business incubator. We've had, well, we've had a numerous businesses that have come in, and, and many have been successful, and some have failed. And in that environment, Mike, some of our best successes are helping individuals understand that the business concept that they have right now is not ready for market. Mm-hmm. And so it's an opportunity before they invest all of their life savings in a location to get in and, and kind of learn whether or not it's going to be successful. On the other side of that, we've had companies that have gone out and now employ three or 400 people. Uh, we hope that most of those that come through the Guthrie facility, the peak, will find the business environment in this community favorable, and so start their business here, stay here after. We've uh, had a longstanding partnership with Guthrie and Logan County Economic Development and, and Guthrie Public Schools through the Education Workforce Committee, really understanding that Preferably, we'd like for the kids who grew up here to be able to live in, and work here the rest of their lives. And so part of that is to foster that uh, employment opportunity that might exist in the community. And so that's one of the reasons why we felt it was important to have an incubator in the community as well. I think the, it's almost like training wheels for, for to grow a business. And I, I think that's something that um, growing, you know, Many people may or may not know, but I, I grew up in a family business, and I know uh, some of the challenges that come with that. Uh, in fact, truth be told, that's probably one of the reasons I went into education is because I grew up in a family business and saw saw the peaks and valleys. But but I think um, having those supports, and and I know that we talk in a, as a in this community uh, either through the chamber or through the Logan County Economic Development Council about providing those supports as well so that people can be successful. And, and the notion, uh, being able to provide the expertise and the notion that maybe what your vision is is not ready for market, so maybe you need to look review your vision and see if you shouldn't revise it so that you can have success too. I think that's a great opportunity. Exactly. And it also provides that synergy. Uh, Those small businesses that are located together in one place are able to learn and grow from each other. And so a lot of times it's that partnership that they take out into the real environment, if you will, once they graduate from the incubator. And typically our uh, companies that start an incubator will let them stay for three years and uh, they pay rent while they're there. A lot of people say, well, you're subsidizing rent, and we're not. Uh, they pay market rate rent while they're there, but the, the things that they have access to are the expertise uh, that we can connect them with around employment law or uh, marketing or advertising, uh, just helping them get that legal expertise also that they need because a lot of people entrepreneur, that are entrepreneurs have a great idea for their product, but they don't know a lot about the business environment, and that's where we provide the nurturing. You know, in my 10 years in Guthrie, I've seen um, some businesses come through this community that, that were like that. You know, they, had, uh, they, they started with a huge amount of passion and a, and a vision, 
and didn't, and they lacked the expertise to fully appreciate what was necessary to make that successful. And so, uh, again, and I, and I, as we're talking, I'm, I'm thinking about some of those businesses that, that I, I wanted to see succeed as well that, that unfortunately did not. And we also know that, uh, you know, we all know that, uh, that the, the majority of small businesses fail eventually. Uh, but if, but not all. And, and sometimes uh, in the process, uh, they end up maybe rolling into another business that is successful. And so I think this is, a, this is a great opportunity for our community. One thing that I'll say about the Chamber Banquet, uh, it, it provided a wow factor for this community. Uh, we have, uh, I think we all know that we have needed uh, a space like that in this community and it's something that uh, you know you and I talked about years ago uh, when we went to a chamber banquet and and uh, how we had outgrown uh, the facilities that we had, and uh, so I applaud you for the vision that you've had to to incorporate that into the facility uh, f- to be a, a, a value added uh, part of this community. Well, and. And I said earlier, I've been a part of the Guthrie community through Meridian for a long time. And, and Mike, I don't know that I've ever seen it at a time where there's so much energy and synergy and people working together, whether it's the city of Guthrie, the, student, the Guthrie Public Schools, the Chamber, Logan County Economic Development um, Council. Everybody just seems to be on the same page, and it's pretty exciting for Guthrie. And so I was really pleased that Guthrie needs a facility that's larger than we've had in the past. Yeah. And I was also very relieved after the chamber banquet <laughs> that everything seemed to work well, uh, considering where we were. And so we were uh, hoping to, happy to host it then and look forward to that for many years to come. Well, and I know you've got a few more bells and whistles that, that are stuck on slow boats from China uh, that are going to make that dress that building up even more than what we saw the other night. But uh We've all learned through COVID and the pandemic and the supply line, supply chain issues that uh, patience is is the best thing we can uh, have right now, and and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Flexibility is the key. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk a little bit about the. We touched on the the adult learning and and things that, that are possible programming for Guthrie, but talk about the things that. I know you and your staff have have touted uh, through the years of adult learning opportunities that are n- not necessarily in Guthrie, but are in Stillwater or wherever. Or I know that uh, there's times that you will take your show on the road, so to speak, if if the demand is there and uh, and the economy of scale works. Yeah, a lot of people think of Technology Center serving high school students, and we do. Uh, we've got 932 full time students at Meridian. About half of those are high school students. The other are post-secondary or adult students who are enrolled in those full-time programs. But when you look at our total enrollment each year, the number of students we serve, it's around 10,000. So we've got about 9,000 students that come through educational programs either looking for initial employment, uh, skills to get employed, or they're already working but they need to upgrade their skills. And so we call that incumbent uh, worker training. And we do that through customized industry uh, training. We work with businesses, identify what skill sets are lacking in their employee base, and then try to find the resources to help them up their skills. 
And so adult training and development is something that we've done forever. Uh, our very first program we ever offered was a practical nursing program in one of our hospital settings. And so our campus is in Stillwater, but our training is district-wide. In some of our areas and our safety training that we do with industry, we have one of the only instructors that's certified in flash arc safety training. And that individual travels statewide, as well as we've done some out-of-state training as well. If there's a need, we'll try to fill it. We know that we don't have the expertise on our campus to do everything, and so we form partnerships with other institutions that have that expertise that we can leverage and bring in to help our businesses in our district. Okay, and, and, and that's something that if you're an employer and you need uh, some specialized training, um, you know, a lot of times they wouldn't think uh, call Meridian when they really should and, and probably could save money for their, and, and provide the training necessary. A lot of times we can save quite a bit of money. And again, uh, the businesses who have people who live in our district pay taxes to our district. And so that's part of the benefit that we provide. We have a staff in our workforce and economic development division uh, that provides safety training, that provide technical training, that provide management training. Uh, One of the bigger areas that we've been working on, there's a need for linemen. And so we're in the process of putting in a lineman training program which may not last forever, but as long as there's that demand, we're going to try to fill the demand. Right now, there's also demand in uh, industrial maintenance. And so we're looking at how do we shift some of the curriculum in our energy and power program to meet that need in that industrial technology, industrial maintenance area. Our programs are ever-changing. We have business and education councils that guide the curriculum that we offer, and all of our full-time programs, councils meet at least once a year, if not twice, but we also do ad hoc. Um, The lineman training is a great example of that. CREC, who serves the Stillwater and and surrounding areas, as well as the the city of Stillwater came and said, hey, we're having a hard time finding linemen. What can you, Meridian, do to help us with that? And so we put together a council, we looked at what curriculum we had, what we needed, and we're moving forward with putting that in place. Interesting. You, you mentioned CREC because they have a large footprint in, in our school district. Um, the, in fact, Charter Oak, our new elementary school, is served by them. And so, uh, and, and a lot of that area around there, uh, while we have a lot of OG&E uh, service, we also have a great amount, especially in the eastern portion of our school district, of CREC service. And so, again, that's something that's, a, that's provided in our school district as a benefit to an employer that's providing services to to Guthrie and Stillwater area and and, and a lot of and, and their footprint is beyond there as well. Right. And you mentioned the uniqueness of Oklahoma's career tech system. There are twenty nine technology centers in Oklahoma and fifty seven, well now fifty eight campuses with our South campus. And so we work together uh, to help serve the needs of not only high school students, but business and industries. And so many times if there's a, a curriculum that we need access to that we don't have, we'll look to another technology center. When OSCO Aerospace moved to Stillwater, uh, we didn't have that expertise on our campus in aviation. So we turned to MetroTech and were able to, to borrow some of their trainers, some of their curriculums, to help the, the business in our district. That's that's really good stuff. And, the, and again, the, a consortium and its 
It's a lot more efficient than we ever get credit for in education in Oklahoma. It is. <laughs> uh, one, uh, one other thing that I was going to have you uh, mention is uh, with, with your presence in Guthrie now, you've got um, some full-time staff members that are, that are based in Guthrie, and you might, uh, might want to mention who those, uh, who those folks are because I know one of them is going to kind of have a familiar name to so many people from Guthrie. Okay, we're excited that Courtney McLemore is our campus director at our South Campus, and she has worked in the Guthrie area before, and so we're excited that she already has those connections. Uh, Marquita is our administrative professional, Marquita Starks, and she um, is lives in Stillwater, but she drives to Guthrie every day for to work. And then Ruby is uh, our operations manager there, and Ruby actually lives in Mohol, Orlando. We are in the process of hiring two additional part-time people to help um, campus operations in the evening. So we'll have three full-time staff members, we'll have two part-time staff members, and then we'll have staff from the Stillwater campus, the main campus, having office hours at the facility as well. So for the peak staffing, we'll have some of our staff members from the Center for Business Development here three to four days a week helping those clients in this center as well. And you stole Courtney from which other career tech? Do you want to mention that or, or do you no, want me let's, to? let's uh, leave that one Frances, alone. We Might won't be. say that Francis Tuttle, but we won't, we won't mention that. We won't mention that. <laughs> Well, is there anything that uh, else that you'd like to to mention or cover while we're uh, while we're talking about Career Tech and and Guthrie and and Stillwater and Meridian? I think that we've covered pretty much the gamut on it. Uh, we just want to say how appreciative we are for the partnership that we have with Guthrie Public Schools, whether those are the students that we share on a daily basis that come to our campus or whether the students in the Gateway to Technology programs that we we co-sponsor at a younger age. Again, I'm excited about everything that's happening in Guthrie. As a part of um, the opening of campus, we were able to work with the city of Guthrie and got a, a grant for the film industry. And so we'll be offering some film-related classes at the South Campus in the near future, hopefully when the slow boats get here from China and, and get our technology and furniture here. And so we just, we're excited about the endless possibilities that exist. And I, I feel foolish right now because I completely didn't even think about the gateway program that we have at, at Guthrie Junior High, and how in the world I that I missed that I don't know, but that that is one of our most popular programs, and uh, and that's through a partnership and financial support from Meridian and and uh, curriculum and and things like that, and our junior high kids benefit so much from that, and and our staff has have really made that into a quite a. Um, something we're really proud of and uh, and I know that even when we went through the budget cuts you guys were right there with us to make sure that we didn't lose that program despite uh, some of the things difficult decisions we were having to make and so truly appreciate that uh, you know Doug I, I always appreciate um, the relationship that we have with with Meridian but appreciate our friendship as well. Well, Mike, you're uh, our great leader for Guthrie Public Schools and, and the other school districts you've been a part of. And I've seen a great uh, change in the attitude toward education in Guthrie since you've been here. And so I want to thank you for your leadership, but also thank you for your partnership and the friendship that we have. Yeah, that's very kind. And I really appreciate that. Uh, folks, this has been a, a fun discussion about uh, some great things going on in Guthrie, but also great things going on in, uh, in the whole region and uh, opportunities for adults and our students. Doug, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Simpson. Thank you for joining us on Chalk Talk today and look forward to the next one.